0: Hey, welcome to Golly Journal Talk, where we have a good heart-to-heart discussion on what's like walking out this walk with Christ. My name is Lori, and I'll be your cheerleader on this journey. Hey, y'all. What's poppin'? your girl's been absent my dearest apologies i think i'm gonna apologize a lot throughout this this recording or this this podcast but i just want to say happy holidays um 2020 is wrapping up and by god it has been a year it has been a year we've had crying we have joy we had a whole lot of crying we had a uh, peace of mind we've had acceptance and forgiveness my god the FU series from Transformation Church was, was crucial I'm not gonna lie the Forgiveness University series from Transformation Church was a crucial series for me in 2020, and um so much stuff man I'm just, just checking in to see what's popping with y'all. There's so many things happening in the world. COVID being the main one, of course. And then, you know, um, the elections for America and for Jamaica as well. The elections there was also something interesting. Um, the violence that's happening in Nigeria. That was SARS that happened. Um, the bombings that recently happened this Christmas or Christmas... Chris, the day after christmas i'm not sure which one was which all over america um thankfully i've heard that i could be wrong but i've heard that no one died but the destruction of life that we know is insane you know i think i was saying it to a friend of mine that this is our version of a war you know, you had know, World War One, World Two, and how it crippled people's lives, and how it transformed the the world, and how it moves. And right now, this season feels as if we're going through a world war, but instead of like countries fighting against each other, we're fighting against a virus, which may be bioengineered or not, or no, we don't know. And we're fighting against a lot of hate that's coming out. I mean for one's ethnic group or for another ethnic group um the idea that one person or a human being is superior to another disregarding um ethnicity sexuality um beliefs religion th- seeing another person less than you because you think yourself more righteous than them is just it's crazy and um that too is also something that came to mind I mean the whole Donald trump and um um prophets thing going on in America that was another thing that kind of shook you know the world as we know it um a lot of things going on within the church as well, but at the same time, there are lots of good things happening on the back of all of that. I felt like God has opened up a new way for us to have communion not not in terms of food but in terms of you know. Connecting with each other, like we've all been connected online, but we haven't had the church having a platform online. And I think this season has forced the church to be more active with online because we're pushing into a zone where we may not be physically able to have church in the grand way that we're used to having it, especially in the western side. The eastern side is a different kettle of fish but in a western side what we have or we were graced to have or we graced to be raised under a christian mindset somewhat now that no longer may be the situation that we have coming in the future we might have to be you know grouping up at friend's house and be streaming church having watch parties now and stuff like that um having um pre-recorded messages and i think um stuff like that um i do miss corporate worship i do miss that but i mean god decided to change to change our our priorities or shape our priorities or change our views from like corporate worship into worshiping bringing worship back into the house into the home where it needs to be that's like a foundational thing so that's a blessing in disguise and it gives us enough time to check in with our other gauges because we've been so busy and we've been on autopilot and we've been so consumed with you know meeting up with the joneses not even beating them but just meeting up with them that we are so you know off with what we think our priorities are a lot of people this year have seen that their marriage is not what they thought it was and that they need to work on it unfortunately for some they've had they feel that divorce is the way to go for them um for some they realize that they don't want to be lonely for some they realize that the money is not all you know the job is not all because a job is not guaranteed anything can happen to the economy that you're living anything can happen to the world and you lose the very identity that you've wrapped yourself up in i remember having a conversation with aboriginal mine and i was like yo when since us as human beings wrap our identity with the actions that we do you know what i mean it's so sad that i am not Lorian." The person, but Laurie and the doctor, and everything about me is relating to me being a doctor. No, that's something that I do, that's a job that I do, but it's not my identity. And I think right now the world is in an identity crisis, you know, more so than ever. We've always been in an identity crisis. We don't know who we are as a people, unless you find God, if find out, you know, certain things. We've taken everything else ascribed to, to us to be our identity, whether it's a job, where it's a sexuality whether it's your money your finances or who you think you know or who who knows you you wrapped yourself up and use that as your identity but the problem with that is that it is faulty and it will crumble you know the only thing that withstand the test of time is the word of god itself him himself he's outside of time so he's not affected by it and one of the things i've learned from myself I'm not saying i'm telling you to do this but from what i have learned going out and doing what i did is that my identity is wrapped up in jesus in a way that yo i can't separate myself from god at all and i am more confident or confident in almost everything now um still have my insecurities but god's working on that but yeah with all that's popping i hope this podcast will be something refreshing for you hope it be chilled i hope it you know it will cause conversation which is always the aim of my podcast i hope you guys share this i mean i hope you guys even just you know take a moment and just thank god that you actually made it through 2020 you know that whoever you have around you that you see you know at the end of 2020 that you praise god for that person whether it is that you're at odds with that person or not you know life is a blessing you know i was thinking today with god i keep saying you know i was just having a conversation with god with the miracle of life itself and i'm just amazed at how god orchestrated and created systems that we can perpetuate or continue life you know long after we've exited this realm because you know we are eternal beings. once we die we don't die you know you go where you need to go based on your decisions that you made when when you're living here in this realm but you know i'm just like i just had to glorify god for life man for myself being a woman being able to accommodate another human being in my body being able to carry that person i mean it's it's a miraculous thing you know when i do have a husband husband show thyself when i do have a husband you know creating because i was asking myself like do i want a family do i even want to get married it's the questions i perpetually ask myself and i always say no i don't want to and then i say yes i do so i'm always in a state of confusion with what i think i want thank god god doesn't necessarily listen to me what i think i want but he gives me what i need so hats off to the savior of all you know but yeah just thinking about it and life is precious life here is a gift and no matter where you find yourself, and I'm not saying that it's not hard because life can be hard. And I'm not belittling your suffering. I don't like to compare person's suffering either. I don't think it's fair to say that there's somebody worse off for you that you need to be grateful because there's somebody worse off for you. No, 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 no. You need to be grateful because you're alive. You know what I mean? So, you know, stop trying to compare your struggles or your your blessings to someone else's. no that's not how we do it that's not how it's done you know thank God for where you are right now you know thank God for what he's doing because he's God you know you're going through pain I'm so sorry that you're going through that but the father is there with you and through pain you learn so much things about God if you just turn to him in your pain that's a word for somebody whatever you're going through right now if you turn to the Father and he, you realize that He's there with you. You learn so much things about Him. You build so many bridges with, in terms of not bridges, you you fortify the your relationship with Him once you turn to Him. And I hope that that you were you realize that twenty twenty, it was a a year of vision and now that we're seeing, I'm seeing clearer than I ever have in the past couple of years and i hope you too too and i pray that whatever you're facing or whatever is coming your way that the lord will, re- will remind you that he's always there and he'll never leave you nor forsake you i um, be blessed with um my ramblings and love from from a what's what's popping section Yes Before we segue into my journal entry and the breakdown of scripture, let me just clarify something. When I said Laurie the doctor, I was just using that as a means of ex of, of of example. I am not a doctor. Rather, I am a teacher. So, Laurie and the teacher, you know, and I'm much more than a teacher. I'm not a teacher. I teach. You know? So, yeah. Just had to clarify that now. Q scripture and Q journal entry. Be blessed, y'all. Psalms 19. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. And the skies proclaim the works of his hands day after day they pour forth speech and night after night they reveal knowledge they have no speech and they use no words no sound is heard from them yet their voice goes out into all the earth their words to the ends of the earth in the heavens God has pitched a tent for the Sun It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statues of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord, it's pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I wanted to end this year I don't know if i'm being honest how i really wanted to end this year i mean when 2020 started i asked for vision and uh, clarity and direction and indeed covid came along with it a mirage of trials and tests and shaking and pruning and now coming down to the end of the year 2020 I did see that I did indeed get vision. I got clarity. Um, things that I had carried around, um, I won't call deadweight, but let's for argument's sake call deadweight, has been removed. Um, perceptions and understanding and thoughts that I, you know, in my own wisdom thought I had and was wise or were just seen as just okay, fr- not necessarily frivolous, but flawed, you know and being here and I know I'm using Anna a lot but being home in my own space spent the holiday with my family yay love family Christmas for me is all about family I cannot have anything else you know and coming back home into my space and just meditating with God today and just trying to figure out you know what's what's the look for 2021 a lot of things i think is gonna drastically change for me um and a lot of things has drastically changed for me this year i have been mia my apologies dearest um with everybody life was happening you know and maybe one day possibly sometime next year i will give you guys a rundown of what happened in the full extent of my summer and after all the things that i face i'm definitely gonna tell you guys that but i just wanted to say that god has been good and is being good and he will always be good to me um i have learned something else about my father this year um not my earthly father as in abba Appa, Appa as i like to call him in a korean name for father and abba i think is the hebrew name don't quote me on that but yeah i've learned so much about him i'm learning about discipline like gentle discipline and not necessarily i screw this word up every time i try to say it authoritarian discipline um if it's wrong forgive the i because you know tongue ties are part of my everyday speech impediment situation I don't have one, but I'm just saying, you know, and um, I'm, learning, I'm learning more about how the Lord operates and how God operates with you as his children, as in, because the roles that he plays to everyone differs at different phases and different walks in your journey with him, you know, um, this season, he was more of a father to me than anything else couple that with a best friend and um I started to uh how do I say I started to want to I started to love his law you know growing up in church in a very I won't say legalistic but very rigid upbringing in terms of knowing God it was like pushed on me like you know certain things must be done because you know God says it must be done and I always thought of it as like a heavy yoke or something you know ceremoniously that I need to be doing because my heart wasn't aligned to or I didn't even want to I didn't want to do it. Let's say that. It's not something I would. Inc- I was inclined to do. I felt like it was stifling. And it felt like a yo. But I felt like yo. You need to be obedient. Because this is God. You know. And. This. This year. My. Feelings. Towards what the law is. Has changed. You know. I. The order of this. Is a bit different. I placed the scripture first because I want to dissect Psalms nineteen what David was talking about because he ended and a lot of persons if you're Jamaican you know the saying let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in their sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, amen. King's James Version you know every time you hear the word being read in some churches they end it or not a benediction but they end it after the word has been read. That's the statement is said I don't know if it's there that statement is said in other parts in Psalms but Psalms 19 has been on my heart in my own personal study it's come up a couple of times it has become a prayer for me if I'm being honest um it's 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 like a meal that I'm eating on it's like my favorite meal at the at this time I'm In my women's Bible study group, we've done a study called Jesus and Women. I do not remember who was the um, leader or who was the... um, Not author, because it's not... Author, yes, because it's a book, but it's also a video that we watch or who who was the person who orchestrated that study. Don't remember her name. Don't call me. I can probably go find out and tell you all later. But she allowed us to take off our Western glasses or encouraged us to take off our Western glasses and to look at the scripture within the context in which it was written. It was written to the Jewish people or for the Jewish people with a Jewish context and under a Jewish culture in dated times like in back Most of it as in the Old Testament, all of it actually. You know what I mean? And um, how the Jews or how Middle Eastern culture operate. They are more function over an appearance. They are more, how they view the word of God is more like to believe exactly what it says and then try to understand it versus the Western mindset, the scholar mindset is to try to understand it so that we can believe it you know or we try to break it down so that you can you know you know believe it versus they just believe it it's like a narrative point of view they just believe the stories because it's the word of god they don't second guess it well for us we want to see how does this apply to me? How does this work? What is it saying here? Let me dissect this and analyze this. And nothing is wrong with both perspective, but you have to also consider the context in which it was written and how the rabbi. I keep messing up these words, but how rabbis used to teach or when they describe the word of God was similar to what David said in terms of verse 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 um that's 19 verse where is the honeycomb part yes verse 10 when he described the word of god being sweeter than honey in a honeycomb i don't think he's the first person that said that i think it's it's probably mentioned again throughout um the scriptures or septuagint or the torah whatever you want to call it and um quite literally when they were teaching that or when the rabbis is teaching that to students they actually carry students to actually taste honey and say the word of god is sweeter than this and it's so that it 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 creates a path in the mindset of these children or persons who are studying that um that's both concrete and concept and 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 contrast and con contrast is that right contrast and concrete at the same time They have something to link that to. Something that's a conceptual thought. You know? And I'm here. I'm actually in a place where I am literally feeling like I'm feasting on the word of God. Like, it's like food. You know? And I'm now growing into a thing where I am... Beginning to see what it meant or what David meant when he says, when he's talking about the law of the, God, of the Lord and how it's perfect, how it's pure, how it's to be desired, how it's to be treasured, how it's to, how you're supposed to deal with it. Because, you know, when I used to think of the law, I used to think of rigidity and yoke. And, you know, people would think about when Jesus said, oh, my yoke is easy, take my yoke upon you and learn from me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light and for us when we see yoke we think of you know chains and and um heavy weights and burdens and stuff and i'm learning in the study the other day was that when you in in the culture there are certain idioms that are used and Another idiom that was used amongst the Jewish people, I may be slaughtering, but from my understanding is when you are to study under a rabbi, it is considered a yoke or the yoke of a rabbi. I don't know how to say that word, rabbinic. I may have slaughtered that word. I apologize. But that kind of yoke. And when Jesus was talking in essence, considering the idioms and the culture and what was said in the culture at the time, he was speaking to a group of people who already have this mindset with, you know, being disciples of a rabbi. And he's saying the heavy weight of the law that you get from other teachers and stuff how i interpret or how not how i interpret or how i teach it is lighter than that of other rabbi like that's why he says my burden is my yoke is easier, my burden is light because when you when rabbis went around and teach or disciple people the disciples or those students of his would interpret scripture in the same manner that he would have interpreted would have the same understanding it's like creating a carbon copy of oneself in essence you know and jesus was like yo i have a better way the way i have it is not putting the weight on you but rather leading you to realize that the weight is all on god and all you need to do is to assign yourself for what god is doing and by faith be obedient to him, you know, follow me. Is what Jesus was saying. And I never understood that concept till I did that study. And now that I did understand it, this I was feasting on Psalms nineteen before that lesson. I had a fresh look on Psalms nineteen, a fresh perspective on Psalms nineteen when David was able to say that the law is perfect and it's refreshing the soul i used to say that to my i never used to think about it but then back then i could imagine that when i hear that law is perfect it gives me some form of trepidation if that's the word or fear and anxiety because i know i'm not perfect you know what i mean and um if i'm gonna keep this law and do everything right i need to be perfect and on the dot and all these lovely things but the truth is my dearest friends we of ourselves can't do it though you know, this is why Jesus came and he came to die for us and came to give us a comforter. who We just need to be obedient to so that we can be dwelling or we can actually feed the spirit and be obedient, sensitive to the spirit that we are just walking in obedience and everything else would just start to flow like a river. It's a system. God's a designer he creates system from the onset of time he's created a system it's exactly what David said in the first part of um, Psalms 19 he's saying how the heavens show the glory of God because even verse 1 is just repeating the same thing you know the first part he's saying it the heaven declares the glory of the Lord and the skies proclaim the works of his hands he's saying the same thing heavens is another terminology another word simile not simile because a metaphor a phrasing used for skies and it's just saying the sky just looking at the sky and how everything is you can see God's glory and his hands handiwork is making making reference to his designer and his his artistic flair is also something that you know to be that's also showing his glory So he's just saying the same thing over and over. And a lot of, I've learned a lot of the Psalms is repetition in terms of the poetry used or the poetic style used. Um, And just reading here how he says, from night after night and day after day, night after night it pour forth speech and day after day it pour forth speech and night after night it reveals knowledge. Same thing, right? Um, It shows how glorious God is. You know, from the very onset, God created a system. You know, and it worked seamlessly. It's working seamlessly. That's why we are even existing on this planet. Because if the gravitational pull of the sun was a little bit stronger and we were like an inch off, we would all be dead. We would all be dead. Sorry, we would all be dead. Ex- ex- um, excuse my excited expressions. We would all be dead. No, or if we were a cent an inch off we would all die you know what i mean we are perfectly situated and orbiting around the sun and revolving around ourselves as we're spinning on our own axis which i can't understand why is it that we have an axis that we're spinning on again no one can explain that to me why does the galaxy do that you know what i mean but I mean, why does planet Earth do that? That that the the systems that are on this planet that allow us to actually breathe, live, move, eat, actually exist in this realm is just superb. It's it, it's pointless. It's so intricate. by the tongue tie. It's so specifically designed that I'm not even a needle here off in error. Cause one slight change can just topple the entire system that's how design is and that's what he's saying here everything is just it shows how awesome how glorious god is you know and how he described um the the sun you know rising from one into other like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber you know the night of the wedding of course he's gonna be glowing i mean come on hello that's a natural thing you know that's one of the bridegroom the wife should be glowing too you know what i mean and um just are like a champion if anybody know you're saying but before a race the man is hype the man is hype you know what i mean the energy is up there before the man races it's like that you know the sun doing what it does and everything is touched like god's glory touches everything nothing is deprived just as all well the sun touches everything, the warmth of the sun affects everything and nothing is deprived. Like, nothing escapes it. It's the same with the glory of God. Nothing escapes it. And then he pers- he, he goes on to say that the law itself is perfect. And I did a study with Priscilla Shar talking about the law. I think we did Arm of God study once. And he was talking about how the law is spiritual. I think he was said in maybe Hebrews i could be wrong or it's it's probably ephesians because if we're looking at the armor of god probably we're looking at ephesians because ephesians 6 is where the armor of god was brought down But before we get to that though, we had to talk about the law and it being spiritual and to understand it's a spiritual thing and i'm just thinking to myself like yo the whole of this psalm is just epic like gosh man like just hearing the facts here's how the let me see i had written down this in my own study facts about the law based on psalms 19 let me go through my journal study here yo here we go facts about the law it's perfect it's trustworthy it refreshes the soul refresh refreshes the soul aka it's regenerating It makes wise the simple. A.K.A. gives wisdom to people who are simple like myself. Simpletons. Right? Um, It's... They are... They are right. They're righteous. It's righteous. It's like no if, but, nor baby. It gives joy to the heart. Because you know exactly where you are. You know your boundaries. You know what's right and what's wrong. So, you know where you stand. So, it gives you joy. It enlightens the eye. Now, that... I had a... Asterisk on because when they say in the Jewish culture that light or you have a good eye or light is in your eye, it refers to a charitable heart. Okay, the term we learned was zedekah and mishpat. Um, mishpat and zedekah. Zedekah makes reference to righteousness, but not just righteousness—a charitable form of righteousness misfat refers to mercy those are the two hebrew words used in mercy and righteousness when he was talking about the lord's throne the foundation of his throne is those two words um, justice and righteousness which is zedekah and mishpat and um the term i learned just by some people who went to israel to study that um, when someone has a good eye, they're talking about a person who has a good heart of charity and giving. So when I heard "enlightened the eye, I was thinking that it probably is referring to a charitable or a giving heart. And not necessarily giving of funds, but just hospitality, giving, always serving, always willing to give, you know. And it could also be enlightened the eyes in terms of gaining wisdom as well. How did I forget? Yes, the law is pure like undiluted uncorrupted incorruptible i mean my words can't even describe what the law is but purity is another fact or another statement of the law it's precious like when you talk about gold you know i mean you don't just really need to go and throw gold anywhere it's something precious and it's not just gold it's pure gold like tried gold it is the purest form of it that you can ever find it's precious it's firm it's rigid it's 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 unshakable you know what i mean you can depend on it it's dependable because it is trustworthy so it's dependable the law is dependable it's sweet and not just to the actual taste buds you might want to i'm not saying to tear the bible and eat it though but i mean poetic license here when something is sweet not to your actual physical senses but to your heart like when a guy see a girl and that girl is sweet i'm pretty sure he's not talking about how he physically tastes her hand or something but there is this you know what i mean it's hard to describe that but there is this not softness this 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 sweetness i can't use the word sweet to describe it there's just this feeling that we have when we say oh that's sweet that was so nice of you to do um that's sweet of you you know to think that way or something there's something sugary not in taste buds but in mind in spirit that connects you with something some action or a person or whatever that person may you project out and it's the same thing about the law and it's not just sweet it's sweeter than honey itself honey oh is one of the purest form of sugar that we could i guess we can actually have and apart from the law having all these things the law gives warning it gives warning it gives you your boundaries that you can operate in your safe zones you know what i mean and when obeyed, when followed, there is great reward in it. Not just um, physical reward, earthly reward, spiritual reward, emotional reward. When you start doing things the way God has ordained it to do, you miss out on a lot of heartache. Because most of the time, the heartaches that we have are consequences of us thinking that we can control our own life or thinking that we know what's best for us and going down a path that is not ideal mark you the lord is gonna allow you to do it because you have free will but at the same time when you buck to toe on her yourself you have to come to him you know but it that 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 to me was just amazing you know how how there's reward in it in obedience obedience to god I'm not gonna hold it on and beat if I fall in line or whatever. Nah. He's like, you need to choose to be obedient to me. You need to choose. And your obedience comes from respecting and reverencing him. When you honor someone, and when you respect someone, especially someone that you see as an authority over your life, you are more inclined to trust the words that they say. And when you trust the words that they say, you are more inclined to be obedient to what it is that they ask of you hopefully that's how we should have seen our parents but some of us are rebellious most of us are rebellious or at one point in our life or the other and and that that to me breaking down the facts of of psalms 19 literally gives me joy i'm literally smiling when i read that scripture over and over because as i said it's been coming to me multiple times in my own personal devotion time and there are other things that I had you know dissected and written about regarding that that I I don't think I want to go into right now because I think God is just leading me to just deal with Psalms 19 and I think that's how I want to end out 2020 with the perspective with the understanding with the the heart that sees the law as how David saw it with the prayer that david had cause at the end of all of this his meditation his ramblings his 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 words he hopes were pleasing to god you know um yeah like i don't know how you're ending out 2020 i'm not saying that it hasn't been hard it's been hard for if not everybody everybody because i mean i don't think anybody escaped some form of trial that 2020 has bring to them um but if you're able if you are a follower of christ and you realize or you can are you able to see the movement of god's hand in everything that you experienced this year i hope you're able to say as david said you know in psalms 19 and to pray as david prayed because at the end of it david acknowledged his own errors because he he says like who really can tell them own errors still like you know who who can uh, who can really discern their own errors and in so doing he's like you know what forgive me for my hidden thoughts some thoughts that we don't know that we have you know i I have gained some. Re- I've lost certain relationships this year, and I've gained certain relationships. And I'm telling you, the loss of the relationships that I have this year taught me a lesson, and the relationship that I have gained has also taught me lessons and shown me certain things about my personality that I need to adjust. Not adjust for other people, but that I need to realize that it's a fault for me. And here he's saying. Forgive my heaven faults. And I'm like, bruv, I feel the same way, dog, when you say these things, David. Like, I'm with you in this entire scripture. Like, yo, pre-in all of that, I'm, I'm losing a lot of Jamaican vernacular right now. Seeing all of that, for all the people who don't know what I mean by pre, pre-in Jamaica is a slang for to see or to look or to pay attention to something seeing all of that i just feel like yo i'm in that spot though you know and even when he goes on to say in verse 13 to keep your servant from willful sin sinning or willful sins i don't know about any of you people but sometimes i see myself doing things i know i ought not to do because paul even said good he's supposed to do he doesn't do and the things he doesn't want to do is that's what he does you know what i mean willfully sinning like you need to just stop you have the power to stop if you have the holy ghost you have the power to stop doing these things and to hear david make the prayer say yo keep your servant from willful sins don't let them rule over me that was a prayer for me for a long time no my God yeah I think so that's a prayer for me for a lot for a good whole a good time in 2020 because I'm like why am I because certain words hit me in even in the New Testament that says if you are off God you can't continue to be sinning you know what I mean? how is it that you're going to be of the Lord and continue to do things that upset him doesn't make any sense and I'm like God why am I even perpetuating this kind of attitude why am I even continuing to be unforgiving to other people or thinking I'm forgiving people that I'm not forgiving them or thinking that I need to manipulate a certain situation to ensure that the outcome is what I want you know what I mean why do I do these things and have I even put that on the altar for you to handle for me You know, for you to bleed me off and prune me from doing. Stuff like that, man. Wow. Just reading his prayers. And he's like, then I will be blameless and innocent of transgression. My God. I mean, David did this long before Christ came to walk and Christ has already created a, a an avenue and a system for us to live like this live blamelessly and innocent of great transgression and and wow just just seeing his heart here and knowing I'm exactly where he was I see what God meant when he says David is a man after my own heart man because I'm like bro understands man he understands And at the end of it all, he's like, my musing, my thoughts, my meditation, I hope it was pleasing to you, Lord. Like, this is what my heart really wants. This is what my heart is really saying in this moment. And I want it to be pleasing to you. You, my God, my rock, my redeemer, my redeemer. Jesus is a.k.a. Kingsman redeemer for the world, but still. You know what I mean? My Redeemer. Jeez, man. Awesome. This wording, this song, this poem is just perfect. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. Righteous. Sometimes we want to argue what we want to do in our own flesh. And it's not the right thing to do. It just isn't. And if I were to be me of course i would allow everybody to do whatever they want to do because i want to do whatever i want to do but that's not what we are called to do as people of god we aren't but it's amazing to see it's amazing just to read that and i hope my musing and my and my and my endless soliloquy was able to give you some form of inspiration to end out the year 2020 to see if you can realign yourself i don't know to give you some i don't know gem for you to hold on to for 2021 it's gonna be another ride in 2021 i believe i have no clue what the father is gonna be doing in 2021 i don't know where i'll be in 2021 if i'll still be in japan if i'll be halfway across the world if i'll be in in australia which is where i want to visit somewhere in France I don't know but I all I know is that I want to always see the Word of God and see the law of God as sweet as the facts that I've mentioned before firm trustworthy perfect pure right righteous like precious i want to always view god's word as such even when i don't necessarily feel like i want to do it i want to also view it as that you know my encouragement to you ending out 2020 is keep close to the father like sometimes you don't know where you want to go and you have so many questions you're asking god you know a sister one of my church sisters love you girl if you're listening she reminded me of something yesterday in a conversation when I was like word vomiting trying to get my emotions right and in check she said to me that sometimes you're asking God for direction and God is like I need you to make a decision first and then you're gonna know where I'm leading you you know what I mean he's waiting for you to step out in a direction And then he's gonna because you are in his will or you're trying to be in his will, he's gonna tell you, nah. That wasn't where you need to go. Rather stepped in that way. Or sidestep in that way. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, you're right, girl. Because he's waiting for us to make a move so that he can lead us. And we're just standing there waiting for him to tell you to go left or right. You know? Sometimes when you're not hearing from God, it's like you just need to take a faith step move. And sometimes you just need to be still. And just rest in that position. Because it's like yo the timing is not yet yo. Just chill. Just chill. Alright. Enough of my. Rambling. I wish you guys the best. For 21. 2021 that is. And I hope that you end. This year. On good standing with the father. Like whatever your relationship is with him he's literally as close to you as his word is not unto you it's in your mouth you know what i mean kind of a thing he's near he's omnipotent he's omniscient he's everywhere at the same time you know just turn your thoughts to him turn your mind to him and talk to him in the realness and express yourself however you need to he's listening peace and love have.